Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. We need to foster entrepreneurial talent at a very early age. A key part of developing such talent is the Student Enterprise Programme and this morning I'll be talking to some of the Wexford winners from the National Student Enterprise Awards. First up, I'm joined by sisters Grace and Izzy Walsh who are first-year students in St Mary's Secondary School in New Ross. Grace, your enterprise, Two Peas and a Pod, was awarded second place in the national final of the junior category and the Extra Special Merit Award for Excellence in Marketing in the Student Enterprise Awards. But I understand that it was your family's interest in board games that provided you with the idea for the enterprise. Yeah, so in, in the first lockdown, we uh, really loved playing board games with our family and we received one from our friends in Germany. And that's when we came up with our idea of making our own uh, memory game of Wexford. So we did a lot of research and we got our images from, um, from local Wexford photographers and we put them all together. We got our packaging from Amazon in the UK and that's where we made our product. And then um, when we went into first year, we, decided, we learned about the Student Enterprise Programme and we decided to actually make our product then and enter it in the programme. Excellent. Now, Izzy, so the board game itself is about Wexford. Provide us with an insight into how the game works. So our game is a Wexford-based memory game consisting of 26 times 2 images of places around Wexford. The aim of this and all of our games is to match two identical twin images and by doing this, score two peas in a pod. So the images we used were donated to us by professional photographers so that they're really good quality. And Izzy, in an era where there are a lot of people playing games on consoles, did you conduct any research to find out if there would be a demand for a game of this type? Yeah, we actually did. We did a survey on our friends and teachers and our findings were actually really helpful. So on our survey, there were questions like, would our friends and family buy our product? And luckily they they would. We also uh, put on our survey whether they would pay more for sustainable packaging but sadly, only 21.4% actually said they would be prepared to pay more for sustainable packaging. So the packaging we chose isn't sustainable, but offers more protection for our product and is a better alternative, really. And Izzy, were you surprised by that low number, just about 20% saying that they'd pay that little bit more for sustainable packaging? Yeah, look, I really wanted sustainable packaging. Grace wanted the choice that we did make, uh, but the sustainable packaging just came in too dear and it just didn't offer enough protection for our product and the packaging that Grace chose did offer that protection, was cheaper and also looked really nice. And of course, you went for a concept that was hyper-local in terms of a game that was produced based on Wexford. What was the reasoning behind that? Well, we really wanted to uh, show people the beauty of our county and the photographers were really nice to us and donated good quality images but mainly we want our game to be educational, we want it to be memory building, we want it to show people the beauty of our county, as I already mentioned, and I think the Wexford-based memory game really showed people that. And we also wanted to increase the tourism levels in Wexford when the restrictions lift and help people plan um, vacations in Wexford for the summer. And how do you think the game could be used to increase tourism numbers to the county? So as there's images in different tourist sites, like the Hookheads or Zumbrody Salmon Ship, we think that these pictures are lovely, so they might inspire people to visit those tourist attractions when the restrictions lift. 
Ah, that's great. Now, as I mentioned, at the National Final of the Student Enterprise Awards, Grace, you received the Extra Special Award for Excellence in Marketing. So tell us about your marketing campaign and what worked well for you. Yeah, so we promoted our products in many different ways and we did love the promotion element of the marketing mix. We use social media a lot to promote our products and we use the apps Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat and Instagram. And we found those apps gave us a really wide audience and of course they were free as well. So um, from those two, or I also made a promotional video to promote our product and I made that video on iMovie. And then from those two promotional techniques, we gained a lot of traction, exposure and momentum. Yeah, we were really amazed at all the support we received from our promotion effort. Our promotion videos had thousands of views. We have hundreds of likes and lots of impressive followers. Our favourite tweet was from Antishok Mial Martian, and we also received a lovely message from Dumbled GAA Star Own Merchant. We were also on RTE News Today, Tennessee's Radio, three times, and we had news, two newspaper articles written about ourselves and our product. Now, in a year which curtailed many of the traditional sales opportunities for the student entrepreneurs, where did you sell the game? Um, so we sold the game in schools and local businesses. We couldn't sell in loads of retail stores as they were closed due to COVID, but we're definitely going to ask them in the future. We also had a Zoom call with the celebrity chef Kevin Dundon, and um, uh, he was really gr- uh, nice to us, and he said he'd sell 10 of our products for us in the Dunbrody Country House Hotel. So that was really helpful as well. And Izzy, it was quite a journey, but I'm interested to hear about some of the challenges that you encountered and had to overcome along the way. Yeah, actually, funnily enough, Brexit was a challenge for us as we ordered our packaging from Amazon in the UK. So to avoid this, we were proactive. And before Christmas, we ordered 200 more boxes to avoid paying customs duty. Um, But actually, now we've actually ordered packaging off Amazon in Germany. And it's a different sustainable packaging um, because we couldn't get our packaging off Amazon anymore in the UK. So what was your experience like on the programme and what advice do you have for those coming behind you? Yeah, I think overall it's been like an adventure. It's been fun, challenging, rewarding. We learned many new business skills. We developed <laughs> we developed skills. Uh, I think the most valuable thing we learned is that every cloud has a silver lining. We thought lockdown was going to be a bad thing, but actually we were able to be productive like we did with our business. And I think our advice to other student enterprise uh, entrepreneurs would be to have fun, enjoy the challenge, believe in yourself and never give up because you can do it. And Grace, I'm going to leave the last word to yourself this morning. I know that your mother and father, Louise and PJ, are very, very supportive of you both. So did they provide you with much advice throughout the experience? Yeah, they were very good to us. But I think the people who advised us the most support was our teachers. They gave us some really good suggestions on our product and our friends helped us pick, pick out pictures that we used in our game, which was also really great. Well, many congratulations to Grace and Izzy Walsh and their success in the national final of the Student Enterprise Awards. And also flying the flag for Wexford in the final was Bridgetown Vocational College student Lauren Williams with her business Irish Seamist. Lauren, many congratulations for your award wins in the senior category of the national final of the Student Enterprise Awards. But first, what is your enterprise Irish Seamist all about? Irish Seamus, it's a face mist that can be used when you're wearing a mask or just to improve your skin health in general. And I created it for when people were like complaining about acne and stuff on their face. And I thought, well, I can fix that by making a product for it. 
So did this product come about directly as a result of the pandemic? Yes, that's the reason why I made this product, because I thought it would help out with masks when wearing them and like to help clear the airways and stuff with the essential oils that's also in the product. Talk to us about the product itself and how it works. Well, what you do is it's in a spray bottle and you put two or three sprays with, on your mask before you wear it and then the scent from the, from the product can last for about three hours to four hours and that the scent that the essential oil that's in the product helps to open the airways and the witch hazel and the seawater that's in the product also helps with oily skin and it gives your face like a fresh feeling when you're wearing it. And how did you decide on the raw materials that make up the product itself? Well, I had to do a lot of experimenting to do with the raw materials. I had to go through a lot of different raw materials and different formulas for the product to get the right balance and stuff. And I decided on what was in the product today because I thought that it was for good for oily skin, for dry skin and for problematic skin with all the tests I did. OK, so once you agreed on the formula, talk to us about the production process that it had to go through. Well, I have to first get the seawater from my from Bano Bay down the road from me and I have to pasteurise that and filter it so that it's okay to use on the skin. And then I have to portion it out with the witch hazel that I also put in the product. And then I portion it out into the bottles. And then I put the right amount of essential oil into each bottle to make sure it isn't too strong or too weak. And then it's ready to go. And of course, in addition to the Best Commercial Potential Award category, you also won a Special Merit Award in the Intellectual Property category. So how did you create the Intellectual Property within Irish Seamist? Well, I had to fill out an application form for the intellectual property rights into the intellectual property rights office. And I had to send send that to the office and I had to wait a long, long time to receive confirmation of me getting the intellectual property rights because they have to go through all of the um, questions and stuff to see if the brand and the... to see if I'm not, like, taking anybody else's idea... So I have it now and I have 23 years, so it's mine now. And of course, many will say that 50% of the success or failure of any business is down to how well it's marketed. So what marketing techniques worked well for Irish Seamist? Well, I thought that the Facebook and Instagram before I started this was the best way of going into it. And as I've seen from the marketing, it shows. So Facebook and Instagram and my website are the things I show my marketing on the most. And my website is irishseamist.com and my Facebook is irishseamist and my Instagram is irishseamist. And I get loads of people on those all the time. Of course, you saw an opportunity in the pandemic, but were there any particular challenges that you met along your journey? Yes, I thought at the start of it, when I was getting my raw materials, I thought it'd be a good idea to go straight to Amazon, thinking it was the cheapest and best solution. But then I eventually saw that it it was taking so much time to get there because of COVID, and it was taking, like, too much time. So I decided to look even further and research into where I could get more products. So now I'm doing it locally in Bomar, 
and I'm getting it when I want it and how I want it. And of course, as the saying goes, no man or woman is an island. So how influential were your family, your friends and of course your school, Bridgetown Vocational College, in the overall process? They were so they were so influential. They gave me so much advice on how to do my business and they showed me techniques I could do and they supported me all the way. They were some of the people that showed other people my product and got sales in for me. They did so much and the school were so supportive and my teacher, Miss Fortune, was one of the people that was always on my back about it saying, oh, you should do this, you should do that to help you out and stuff. And I, without them, I probably wouldn't be where I am now. Of course. And the Student Enterprise Awards are such a fundamental element of learning about business and enterprise during secondary school. How would you describe your entire student enterprise experience and what did you learn from it? I I thought it was amazing. I had never thought of doing business before this and I thought, well, I wouldn't need business because I always thought I'd be a doctor or something like that. And it's been amazing because it's opened my eyes to business and how to do business. I've learned every business need and I've learned accounting. I've learned I've learned so much from it, really. So could you be tempted to maybe swap that career in medicine for one of an entrepreneurial flair? Yeah, I, I, was, I was actually thinking of doing something like that now. If I got the chance later on in my life, I was thinking of going into that sort of field. Well, if you've just tuned in, we've been celebrating some of Wexford's award-winning student entrepreneurs, and I'm sure you'll agree that the future looks bright for the next generation of business people. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.